Hey everybody, Ben back here for Next Level Radio, bringing you another guest spotlight. This time Adam and I spoke with Chris Gear from the new FX comedy, You're the Worst. Uh, when we had Chris on, he talked about his character Jimmy and how the show brings a twist on romantic comedies. Trust me, it's definitely a twist that's never really been done before. So be sure to watch You're the Worst Thursdays at 10.30 on FX and follow Chris on Twitter at CWGear. That's C-W-G-E-E-R-E, not the other way around. Uh, for a recap of this interview, be sure to go back and listen to the July 29th episode of the Showcast here on Next Level Radio. And for more interviews and shows, you can check us out, nextlevelradioonline.com, facebook.com slash nextlevelradio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at NXT Level Radio. And as always, sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Chris Gear. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another guest spotlight. Right here on Next Level Radio, I am Ben Beck, joined by my co-host Adam Gorey. And our guest tonight has a new show that just premiered last week. It can be seen every Thursday night on FX. He's the star of You're the Worst, which we predict just could be the next FX hit. Please welcome to the show Mr. Chris Gear. Chris, how you doing this evening? Hey, how are you guys? Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, it's, an, it's a pleasure. Um, where are you calling us from tonight? I know, are you LA-based or... I am, yeah, I'm LA-based at the moment. I'm calling you from a very nice hotel room. Uh, <laughs> we're, staying at, uh, we're staying at the Beverly Hilton. We're doing our TCA panel show. So all the uh, television critics are here. We've had a few uh, interviews this morning, and then we're all wrapping up, and I'm going back to the UK on Wednesday. Yeah, so back to normality. It's going to be very strange. <laughs> uh, now, um, I know the show, the show just premiered last week, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, for people who haven't yeah. had for people who haven't had an opportunity to to catch the premiere, um, tell everybody a little bit about the show and your character Jimmy on the show. Yeah, well, it's called You're the Worst. It follows the story of two quite messed up people who, uh, professionally and personally, have uh, been dealt a bad hand, and uh, they're very acerbic in their ways. Very, they talk to people, you know, they're they're just mean uh, mean people. And uh, but they they meet each other at a wedding in during the pilot and uh, find a, find an attraction find a connection between um, uh, Jimmy and Gretchen and uh, the series about is about them trying to attempt a relationship even though they don't really want to so it's kind of like an anti rom com uh, with the two leads as uh, quite unlikable people I suppose at the beginning but by the end you realize that uh, they're they're actually quite endearing sweet folk who uh, <laughs> who who speaks to speak to people in in mean ways so yeah we went out on Thursday last week and there's 10 episodes in total okay and i i actually i had a chance to watch it and and by the end of the show i was very intrigued so i'm actually did I'm, you like I'm it forward. yeah i actually really did and and like i said i mean the the beginning of the show you know there's there's this kind of um you know, they shouldn't. It's almost like you're, you're thinking they shouldn't even be talking to each other, but there's something drawing them together. And then by the end of the show, you're really intrigued to see where it goes from here. Uh, did you get yeah, to watch? Absolutely. Did you get to watch the premiere and do any like live tweeting or anything like that? Yeah, we had. We actually, it was very rare because we we actually wrapped the entire season and aired at exactly the same time. Oh wow! So we were on split split shoots. So we would uh, finish filming at say two in the morning so uh, the show went out on the east coast about seven o'clock hour time and then uh, went out on the west coast and the response was just amazing because i think people you know everyone's used to the the formula 
of a, of a romantic comedy, you know, especially in terms of movies and things. And this just kind of takes that concept and, and turns it upside down, you know, using these two kind of anti-heroes in a way. Yeah. Um, and so the response was, was fantastic. But at the end of the day, we we're just trying to tell a story of two, two normal people. There's nothing that's too fabricated about, about the story that we're trying to tell. It's, this is real life. And whether, whether people want to admit it or not, they either behave or would like to behave in this way sometimes. They, uh, these two characters kind of, they say and do what everyone else was, is thinking the whole time. And they seem to be, you know, Jimmy in particular seems to be the voice of unreason. And that, for me, has been a joy to play. You know? Yeah, and he's, a, he's a, uh, an author, or was an author, and, and I, I could mm -hmm. very much see somebody out there, you know, in exactly his situation, you know, published a book, and it's just... The way the internet is these days, books aren't quite what they used to be, and he gets uh, really yeah. like a seventeen dollar royalty check or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I know. I remember there was a, a first couple of uh, TV jobs that I did in England. You know, you would get a residual check for say three pounds, which is about five dollars. <laughs> You know, and uh, you just keep them all and frame them because it's such an insult. <laughs> but uh, no, that's, that's what it is. I think Jimmy was, uh, Jimmy's a, he's an author, you know, an English author working in Los Angeles. He had a, had a very successful book, managed to buy a house with the, with the money from that book. And then things all just went a little bit downhill for him. Uh, so instead of, instead of uh, questioning whether it was anything to do with him, he kind of took it out on the world instead. And that in turn made him very bitter, very resentful towards the idea of, uh, you know, love especially. He believes that all relationships are doomed and uh and so you meet these two people quite early on and you know as an audience member even watching it in the premiere i was thinking oh these these characters aren't very nice but there's something really interesting about them yeah and then when you when you see the two of them together you realize that they're actually as as, as bad as they are they're perfect for each other so you you kind of know that, it, that the relationship is inevitable but how they get there and the way the, the way that they get there um, it, it's just such a fun series. It's so original, and uh, it's been a joy to be in it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like you had mentioned earlier, the idea of it, the fact that it's kind of like an anti-rom-com, which I, I don't know if that's mm -hmm. ever been done before. Though I mean, the, the characters are brought together, and obviously they, they have the connection and they stay together, but it's how they're brought together that's so different from everything yeah. else that you see out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge uh, romantic comedy fan in terms of movies. You know, I've been watching them for years, and I, I just, you always meet the lead character, and you instantly rooting for them. You, you think, oh, they're, they're really nice, but they're, you know, they haven't been dealt a great hand, and it's the story of them trying to, trying to better themselves. These people are awful <laughs> from the beginning, but there's something, there's something quite endearing about them. And through the series, you kind of, we, we explore why they're beha behaving the way that they do. You know, it's a combination of stuff that happened in their childhood or being hurt in previous relationships or, you know, just failing professionally. And that's what that's what has made them as bad as they are. So if people stick with us, with the series, which I'm hoping they really will, then um, then uh, we really do look into that. And it's, it's just funny. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I've just seen episode two, which comes out on Thursday. And the, the pace of the show, together with the music and um, and the performances are just, 
it's, it's excellent. It's just so unique, and I'm really, really proud of it. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned having just seen the show uh, yourself. Uh, after all the filming that you do with all the show, because you said you had wrapped up all ten seasons or all ten shows already. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can only yeah. hope the show goes ten hopefully. seasons. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully, ten seasons. Wow, ten seasons! <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> <and> you, <laughs> you, you see a lot of networks doing that nowadays too. They're they're filming the entire season before it actually airs. Um, yeah, and I think that actually lends a little bit of help to good, uh, as well towards the actors and the actresses in it because that gives them more oh, of an opportunity not. to interact with the the people that are watching because they're not yeah. tied down oh. by by shoots. Yeah, exactly. No, this is really nice. I feel like this is um, this is the probably you know the shooting was wonderful, but this is the most enjoyable process the part now because you can suddenly see all all our hard work come to fruition and and people start talking about it. You know, it's it's weird. Even if people don't like our show, what I'm reading is that they're interested in it. Yeah. You know, it's getting some kind of reaction, and I would rather people say oh, no, it wasn't really my cup of tea because of this, this, and this, and went, no, 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 it was boring. Because it's <laughs> not boring. It's just amazing. You know, there's, uh, yeah. there's some really wonderful moments in there. And uh, of what I've read so far, the reviews are saying that, that people, people find finding this real groundbreaking stuff. You know, we really pushed the envelope in, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, a few sex scenes that we have quite early on <laughs> in the pilot. Uh, yep. together, with, together with the language and the behavior of the characters towards other characters. And uh, I think it's very relatable. Let it's me just say, life, you know? I, I didn't know you could get away with what you got away with in the early I know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we did either. We just, we kind of, we, we, wanted, to, we, wanted, we wanted it to be as, as, as real as possible. You know, the, the one night right. stand that these two characters believed they were going into... Um, you know, for anyone that's had a one-night stand, of which there are a lot of us, uh, they they aren't necessarily sexy. It's not a sexy <laughs> thing. You know, it's a, it's an awkward, complicated mess, <laughs> and uh, and that's uh, that's that's really not. And that's what we wanted. To, we wanted to show that the truth behind that. You know, it didn't need to be a a stylistic love-making scene. It needed to be. Two people who didn't really know each other, who, uh, you know, just so happened to hook up that night and weren't thinking they would ever see each other again. Yeah. But then uh, they have to then they have to backtrack because they realise they've actually got this connection, and and both of them hate that. They hate the fact <laughs> that they really want to see each other again. So yeah, that, that, against, that's the, the one great uh, part you know, about con- the, the first episode. Yeah, they don't want they don't want to conform to a usual relationship. They think relationships are doomed, like I said. So there's, there's, uh, you know, when they go, oh no, I really want to see her again, then uh, that's, that's that's hard for them. Yeah, and and just speaking in general about you know you being a British actor doing an American uh, comedy, it seems like the majority of British actors when they're doing a comedy can or you know British or Australian or you know whatever uh, whatever language when, when they're doing a comedy, it seems like. There's a lot more leeway when it comes to keeping their accent, but then, you know, over on the dramatic side of things, it seems like a lot of uh, people with accents have to use an American accent when doing an American yeah. TV drama. Uh, was there yeah, ever any you... question as to whether or not you had to keep your accent for the show? Well, the, it was uh, Stephen had been looking for this role for about seven months before I'd even auditioned, and he'd only been auditioning uh, American actors for the part. Uh, I read the script and. 
uh, the brief said that, you know, use an American accent. And as soon as I read it, I was like, I can, and I can send that if you'd like as an option, but I really believe right. that this character is British. Just the way that he talks to people, I think there's a there's specific um, delivery in terms of all Jimmy's rants that he has in the episode that I just thought would be funnier if I could do it in my own voice. So I just gave them the option in the in the audition, and this was on the the Tuesday of one week, and then the following Thursday, I got the call to say that they were flying me out to Los Angeles to test for it. And it was the most amazing, amazing process. So within like three weeks, I'd got the job. And um, Stephen yeah. has so kindly said since, the creator, so kindly said since that what he's, what he's realized is that he'd always written the British part, but just hadn't realized until, until I was doing it. I was going to say, because, I mean, I, looking, you know, now that you say that, I don't know that I could see Jimmy as, you know, with an American accent. I feel like with the British accent, the way he talks, it's almost like people with British accents can get away with more when they say stuff and not come off as an more. asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if, if it was an American accent. Saying worse things. <laughs> yeah, we okay. just think he was a dick if he talked in an American accent, but it's kind of funny because he has a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. I mean, not saying that I don't think I don't think I'd get away with speaking to anyone in England the way that Jimmy speaks to anyone over here. But um, there's something that I hope works transatlantically between you know my energy versus uh, Gretchen's energy, um, as a, you know English versus American that makes it makes it rude and funny, but also hopefully quite endearing and charming as well. This would be cool. I mean, I never really yeah. had an aim to do that, but but this is what I'm hearing, and that that's a huge compliment to me. So that's great. Do do you uh, do you continue to do any British TV while you're doing this, or are you just kind of putting that on pause for right now? Uh, yeah, well, I just I just finished a series just before I came out, and the movie that I've got coming out later this year, uh, which were both shot in England. I go back on Wednesday uh, to go and see my family that I haven't seen for three and a half months. Because uh, I've been here, and then um, the next project will be the next project. That's that's brilliant, and wherever that is, I'll be very grateful for it. But no, I really I, I love I love British productions. I love working there. Um, but um, at the same time, I'm very fond of uh, how things work out here. I mean, it's uh, it's a very it's a very different kind of production over here. You know, I'm used to getting changed in my car and having a sandwich for my lunch, <laughs> and over here you have trailers and drivers and it's all it's very exciting but um yeah i am um, i'm very much looking forward to whatever the next project is but i hope it's something completely different i think it's nice for actors to be able to uh, if they if they're lucky enough to to um you know find jobs that uh, are different to the previous yeah. so we shall see i'm going right. to give downton abbey a go <laughs> <laughs> um, now, looking, nice. looking back at some of the other stuff that you've done previously, uh, unfortunately, I, I know I haven't seen the movie. Uh, but looking back, I know you were in After Earth. Um, mm -hmm. Did you? Yeah. I, I, I like I said, I haven't I, I haven't had the opportunity to see it yet, so I'm not exactly too sure who your character was. But did you work directly with Will Smith when you were in that film? Yeah, I was there for this was another audition, as with the other worst that I've actually done on tape from the UK. Um, uh, you know, it's just a sign of the times, the fact that casting directors can believe in you from a self-tape rather than being in the room. And I'd sent off a self-tape, right. and uh, M. Night Shyamalan, who was the director, had, had watched it and cast me from that. There was only eight or nine characters in the whole film, 
and I basically play the um, the navigator of the spaceship that crash lands on Earth right at the beginning. So um, uh, okay. it was quite it's quite a key role in terms of it was my fault that the, <laughs> the, the uh, spaceship crashed. Um, but we were very lucky. We flew to Philadelphia, and um, it, I had I had I think it was about five six scenes, and Will Smith was there the entire time. And God, I've never been so starstruck. I mean, there's a you can see why the guy is one of the biggest movie stars on the planet because he's just a wonderful presence. And uh, he was he was great to be around, and he's so generous with his time. And and uh, whilst being, you know, having full respect for him, and slightly intimidated by how how great he is, really. Yeah. But at the same time, I was um, by the end of the, by the end of day five, we were all beatboxing in the spaceship together <laughs> and having a laugh. <laughs> uh, so. So, I mean, Philadelphia is actually where we broadcast from. We're in the Philadelphia area. Is it? Yeah. Hey, uh, we loved it there. I, I was just going to ask, what did you think for... of Philly while you were out here? Oh, my God. I love the food in Philly. <laughs> the food in Philly was amazing. Because I'd never been to – I've been to America a couple of times, like on family holidays. And I've been to one pilot season out in Los Angeles, but I was only here for a couple of weeks. But, no, Philly and all the, all the delis that you have there, <laughs> I've never tried, like um, – the, the sandwich that you have, what's the, the Philly cheesecake cheese sandwich and yeah. stuff like that. Sick, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh and the food was amazing. Plus, I really got into root beer when I was in uh, Philadelphia <laughs> as well, which is now one of my oh, new favorite things. But the people were lovely, <laughs> and I went I went for a run up Rocky Steps uh, on my day off, you know, doing all that tourist thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, the studio... The studio was kind of a, a bit of a drive from the hotel, so I got to see a bit of Philly as well. It just looks an awesome place. And they shoot quite a lot of stuff there, don't they? Oh, yeah. It's more and more all the time. Yeah. They're starting to shoot more and more out here. That's weird. No, especially M9. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. And it was quite cold, I remember. You have, like, proper... Do you have hot summers and really, really super cold winters? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lately, yeah. So you, do you like Britain in that way? Because it's been weird over here in Los Angeles. I've been here three and a half months, and it's never rained once really crazy so wow. yeah I, I enjoy the yeah, I wish i knew what that was <laughs> so yeah no but oh yeah philly was great i really hope to hope to go back and do something else there soon as well because it doesn't take that long as well from england to, to come here it takes about 14 hours but to go to philly only took about six seven yeah it's great so well i know we're getting only. to the <laughs> I, I know we're getting to the end of our time but uh how we usually like to wrap up our interviews is we like to do what we call our rapid fire um, mm-hmm. And basically, what that is is Adam's just going to shoot a couple questions off to you. They're relatively very simple questions. You don't have to go into too much detail. Just answer with the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. Cool. All right. First one up. What is your? Because yesterday, uh, in, the, in case you weren't aware, yesterday was National Ice Cream Day. So, it what's was. your uh, favorite that. flavor of ice cream? Favorite oh, flavor okay. of ice cream? <laughs> mint, mint, choc chip. Oh, you are a man Love of my it. own heart. Okay. Oh, I love that. I don't know why. It's weird because you can't you can't have like a biscuit or anything with it. it just takes the taste away. But if you have it on its own, oh, it's insane. Love that. I, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, uh, next one. If you could meet anybody, uh, who would you want to meet? Anybody who you haven't met, I should say. If I could meet anybody, I want to meet Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I don't know why, but she's one of my she's one of she's one of my favorite actresses. I think she's had a wonderful career. I think she's super duper funny and she's made some great choices and I'd love to 
I'd love to work with her. But if not, probably I'd say Richard Curtis, who's the um, uh, who's the writer and creator of everything from uh, Notting Hill and Four Weddings and a Funeral and Love Actually. Uh, I, I think okay. he's like the master of the rom-com. Right. Oh, nice. Um, all right, third one. What, what's your favorite hobby? My favorite hobby is watching uh, watching cookery shows. Oh yeah. Do you, do you know how do you know how to cook? Oh yeah, I love cooking. I absolutely oh, yeah. love cooking. I've missed it so much while I've while I've been away because you go out an awful lot when you're here because you're working and or you're eating yeah. on set and stuff like that. Uh, so I haven't had much time, but I cook for my wife and my son, and we have a we have barbecues as much as we can. So watching cookery shows or barbe or barbecuing. Let me ask you: Have you, you ever grilling? have you ever grilled a watermelon? No. Does that work? <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, we we actually uh, we talked about on our show yesterday a, a list. There's a list of ten fruits that you can grill, and watermelon was on that list. Apparently, really? uh, that's possible. That's well, you can't that, imagine yeah. that the water would evaporate from the watermelon, <laughs> and, and then it would just be a big mess, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, we're gonna have to, but yeah, that's what, what we were thinking. What were the think, other fruits? Yeah, it was on there. Um, yeah, peaches. peaches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cherries. Nice. Uh, mango. Mango. So yeah, most of them were pretty, you know, ones that we could see being pretty good. But yeah, watermelon was kind of odd. Wow, yeah. I'm going to try it, though. Right. I don't well, care if it works. I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah, let us know how that works. I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see. Yeah, I'll send you a tweet of it. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Uh, last one for you, and we'll let you get going. What's What's one thing you've always wanted to do, but you haven't been able to do yet? Oh, wow, that's great. Um, I want to do the London Marathon, but I haven't done yet. I, I, you know, I, I'm a big fan. Okay. I have many charities that I support, but I would love to do the London Marathon, 26 miles running. You know, but it takes an awful lot of discipline. Do you? Uh, and it's not just doing the race itself, yeah. but all the training would uh, would be something quite awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, Do you run a lot? Do you like to run? Yeah, I like. Uh, especially around Los Angeles, it's nice. You've got loads of cool places to run around. I go to the gym a lot at home and everything. But uh, to do something where you can get fit. Okay. And it's good for charity as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I know we're at the end of our time, so um, we definitely want to send people to check out You're the Worst uh, on FX. It's every Thursday night at 1030. Uh, we want to send people to your Twitter account, at CWGear, G-E-E-R-E. Um, yeah, and, and Chris, thanks a lot for joining us. This was a great pleasure. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm going to go and uh, grill some watermelon <laughs> and uh, and tune in. We That's look, brilliant. Thanks so much, guys. We look, great. To, we, uh, we look forward to the picture of the watermelon, by the way. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm going to tweet me next to a grilled watermelon all in the bottom of the grill because it's obviously not work. <laughs> um, look forward to that in the next week. Bet. So. <laughs> All right, well, all of our live listeners, be sure to stay tuned. We're going to have another interview for you shortly. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Twitter at NXT Level Radio. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Online, And check out our website for all our past interviews and shows, www.nextlevelradioonline.com. Stick around, guys. We'll be back in a little bit. <laughs> 